straight on holding my mic. Keep do it close, girl. Do what makes you feel good. Yeah. Hold it close like you're just slobbing on a knob. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Inappropriate. That's blue. Oh, that's sick. Very blue, JB. I love blue humor. You know that. Are we recording? We sure are. Oh, I never yeah. do a show before 10 p.m. <laughs> just kidding. I don't stay up past 10 p.m. And no, uh, this is per- this is particularly well. It's uh, a quarter of five. It's an early edition of uh, that sick. Of that sick. Sorry, we wanted to get this recording out of the way so we can proceed to having Sunday fun day. Yeah, recording on a Sunday, and it's uh, the month of October, so we're gonna be doing some Halloween spooky time activities. Maybe not this episode, but coming up. Yeah, well, I mean, like, later on. No, we're going to oh, yeah. do that. Yeah. We're going to, like, watch. Oh, sorry, guys. Right. You guys have to wait. Yeah, yeah. sorry. It's, I mean, it's just for us. We're going to watch scary movies and and um, eat cookies and stuff. Right. Nothing scarier than eating cookies. <laughs> do we have any Halloween? Ooh. Do we have any Halloween crafts? This, yeah. Okay. I do yes. have Halloween crafts if you want to do Halloween crafts. I always have Halloween crafts. That was a stupid question, Justin. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. That was rude. rude. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize. I have little wooden coffins that we can paint. Yes. Oh, that was loud. I yes, please. That. Yeah, and I have um, I have Shrinky Dinks, of course. I always have of Shrinky course. Dinks, and uh, so we could even like I was thinking you could like make a Shrinky Dink like person to put in your coffin, Ooh. and then paint the coffin, or you could just make you know adornments out of Shrinky Dink for your little coffin. But yeah, so many. I like the idea of making myself out of a Shrinky Dink and putting myself in my own grave. Right, it's nice. Yeah, okay. I won't. Okay. I won't be there to see it. <laughs> Yeah, you could you could. It's a diorama. See what it's like. Yeah, Yeah. it's a diorama. I'm really all about dioramas. Anyway, anyway, welcome to that sick, uh, the podcast where we talk about all of the discuss. Do we have a tagline? What is our tagline? I don't remember. We talk about all of the disgusting things that you're not so secretly obsessed with. It's one of those things that like reads okay, but it's a pain in the ass to say out loud. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we need to write a tagline. But anyway, this is That Sick, the podcast about sick things. And we love to, I, I kind of think of it as kind of like stuff you should know, but you know, we only talk about disgusting things kind of deal. And you know, it's also, it's like. You know, we're morbidly fascinated with stuff, and that's okay. We're here to normalize it for yeah, you. Yeah, it's okay guys. to be a freak. Because it's part of life. So I have no idea what we're talking about this week, because I am the host. Uh, but I guess maybe we should talk about the sickest thing of the week before we we get started. Yeah, sickest thing of the week in a bad way. Does anybody have one? I uh, saw a poopy. Oh, okay. What, what's what kind? <laughs> what kind? I saw a human poopy at my job. No, it was, was it yours? It was not. No, I mean, I did see my own poopy at work, but that was just in the toilet whenever I was pooping. Oh god. No, it was on the way to the bathroom, and I walked past, and there was a big brown wet pile, and I was like, "That's definitely a poopy." It was on the floor. It was on the floor in the you- grocery store. Don't reveal where I work, Justine. Oh my god. In the beep 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 beep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was. I guess somebody like had to go real bad, and they dr- they dropped the deuce before they got into the turtlet. Are you sure it wasn't an animal? Do you I think took it a was picture of shit? it. I took a picture of it and I studied it. It's a human poop. Did you forward it to HR? I did not. Well, you know what? There, I mean, someone in charge was probably going to know that that happened. Was- I'm sure somebody. Uh, only certain people are able to clean up uh, blood and body waste things. It was cleaned up. Do you oh, think it was okay. da- baby poop or adult poop? It was, it was, I don't know. I've seen some big baby shits. It could have been a baby <laughs> shit. Was, was this in like an employees only area? No, or it, was was down, the, it was down on the floor with the peeps. With in, the the pu- in the public area? Yeah. Like, with the loiter. Oh, okay. It was probably an elderly person that couldn't make it to the toilet. Okay, yet. this, likely, this yeah. seems less weird than I, I, for some reason I assumed you're in some sort of like back of house area. No, no, no. Yeah. I okay. was just using the downstairs turlet. Got it. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ugh. Oof. It's gross. Yeah. It's wet. Oh no. I guess I'm glad it wasn't a. S- I don't know. Yeah, it was worse that it was a pile of poop. It's always a shame when you see a poopy out in the wild and you weren't expecting to see a poopy. Because I was walking past and I was like, "Oh, what's that?" And I was like, "Oh, that's a poopy." <laughs> Justine, you got anything that um, sicker than a poopy? I think I think the sickest thing was the um that photo that my mom sent me, which I immediately then sent to you. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was ac- actually, it was related to our episode from two weeks ago 
Yes, that is correct. When this episode airs will be the episode from two weeks ago um, of, about animal penises. She sent me a photo. She she possesses um, a cross section of a walrus penis. That Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're it looking like, at me like, what? Yeah, I sent this photo No, to I you. remember now. Yeah. Um, she was, I got no walrus penis. Because you don't run the Instagram. Oh, oh, it's for the Instagram. Yes. Okay. Anyway. I wanted to see a dick. We'll, we'll show it to you later. Thank you. It's not. Well, it's. It's really so. She sends it to me with no, no, oh, con- just no, no context. Poor just, form mom. Poor form. No, mom. this is just how she and I interact. It's she sent you it's an unsolicited dick. That is pic. She did, but it doesn't look like a penis. It looks like um, it 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 looks like a like a. a yeah, it's a cross section of, of a bone. Something. It yeah, looks like a you bone, sliced yeah. a bone, and it definitely has. You can see like the the little. Um, like the where the marrow was yeah. essentially, like the little pockets and stuff. So and then, the soft part of where the bone has that's been eaten away. So then I asked her what it was, and she told me it was a cross section of a walrus penis. Yeah. And I asked her where she got it from. And she yeah. said a friend of hers had been to Alaska in the seventies, and that was the uh, souvenir that she brought back for her. That's a great souvenir. That's a good. Yeah, friend. and then and so then so she sent me the picture, and then she and then she asked me if I wanted it. She, if, if, she, if she asked me if she should mail it to me, and I said, no, thank you. You didn't want the, the dick? No. Oh. No, what was I going to do with it? I don't want another thing to dust. Make a necklace out of it. Ugh, no. How big is it? Yeah, how big is it? Um, I mean, it was like, I'm, you. no one can see me That's right now. It's bigger than a silver dollar you're, you're holding up. That's I, like yeah. a silver dollar. Well, you saw the photo. I did, but there was not a coin sitting yeah, next to it. Yeah, but you could see it. like how far apart her fingers were. True, but... I don't know. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it's like a silver dollar. So, so it could it could be a, we're a gonna, pendant. We're gonna have to put this on the Instagram. Yeah, because I don't think it already went up. Well, dick bone. Yeah. Um, I did not post. Uh, I was gonna post like the disgusting picture of that uh dick from that. What was that monotreme I was talking about last week? The echidna. The echidna. Yeah, I was gonna put, and I didn't post that because I was just like worried it was too gross. It's, Should it's I still true. post it? I mean, it's gross. I would do like a not safe for work. Yeah, yeah. Four pronged dick. Fire beware. Because yeah, I I mean they are both. I would like to post the whale whale thing and the echidna dick. They're both dick pics. Yeah. Beware, guys. I'm gonna post the dick pics. Yeah, just put the like first slide that says, you know, yeah, stuff you may or may not want to see ahead. NSFW. Yeah. Um. Before we get started, too, I would like to thank, uh, I just want to thank, I was going to mention her last week, but Christine and uh, Barb, who both reached out to me personally to say how much I love the podcast. So thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Love you guys both. Uh, we really appreciate uh, our repeat listeners, and you're, you're our favorite people. Yeah, we we appreciate the feedback, and Christine especially has been giving me ideas for um, topics. Awesome. Yeah, she's got a lot of creative ideas. Oh, and thank God. Yeah, and one of us does. <laughs> <It helps. laughs> she's a, she's a younger she's uh, a younger millennial. Yeah, we're the elder millennials, and she's the younger millennial, and she's just so full of excitement and ideas. So that's great. So thanks for listening. Love you. But yeah, the spooky season is upon us. I don't know if you guys have picked a spooky type topic. No. 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 Well, I know that next week we're going to do, we're going to cover a spooky type topic. And the week after, probably, we're going to get all like Halloween with it because that's going to be like full in the, that's right, the swing of the season. So <laughs> without further ado, do you guys want to tell me what, what the topic today is? Sure. Uh, yeah. It, uh, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, I love how we can never say like who's uh, gonna say it. Who's uh, gonna say it? We're doing uh gross beauty procedures slash spa procedures. Ooh, gross beauty. Ooh, is this like plastic surgery typey stuff? No, I not no, this time. My, not mine. Not Ooh. this time. We're so, involving the animal kingdom this time. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. So maybe maybe another time. Pain is beauty, guys. This is interesting. Or gross shit is beauty. I can't wait. Yeah, gross is beauty. Anyway, uh, I don't think it really matters which one of us goes first. No, you, I think we're equally gross. You get to pick. Okay, I get to pick. Um, do, 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 do. Okay, who is almost done with their white claw? Who's most finished with their white claw? Probably Jen. Probably me. And Jen, that's your second already. It is. Oh, okay. JB, you go first because 
um, I think uh, you're well lubricated enough. <laughs> and basically, I wanted to go with like who's who's the drunkest, you know, <laughs> who's drunk the most already. I we'll mean, go first. I was like, I'm one and a half white claws in. This is this is not exactly uh, wearing a lampshade on my head. It is for me if that were me. Crossing streams in your tub, drunk. We are not the same. Yeah, we we are not the same. All right, but anyways, All I, right. I choose you, Pikachu. Fire away. Fucking nerd. <laughs> Today, I'm going to be talking about something that I've heard of and you guys have probably heard of and been intrigued by or horrified by. Of Maybe course you I have. I know everything. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, fish pedicures. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking sick, right? I know a little bit about them, but I'm excited to know more. Yeah. yeah I want I'm, I want to decide if this is something I should try ditto. or not. Yeah. I want to know if it's something that is for me. I, I personally, I did a, a mental balance. I weighed things out and I came to a conclusion. We'll see. We'll see where everybody's at. Oh, I love it. I remember seeing about these. I think maybe the first time I saw about these was on um, uh, Ugly Betty whenever uh you guys never watch ugly betty i've seen it i wasn't like into it vanessa williams basically plays like an anna wintour type character and she like you know gets one of these uh whatever it is these these little fishy tell us all about it she's get these fishy pedicures all right animals grooming other animals is completely normal and natural there's of course social grooming by primates and other animals uh, I generally use this to justify pulling random hairs and popping zits uh, off of others, off of a uh, off of loved ones. Okay. Oh, okay. Right, not, right. Not randos with their consent. Uh, sure. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. Uh, this is both useful and helps us beast bond. Yeah. Beast bond. Yeah, we're all beast. Is that a, like a real phrase, or did you make that up? Yeah. I made that up. That's I, a JBism. I love that. You should trademark it. Copyright it's a beast bond beast bond i was gonna use it like for real like when i talk about like flesh hunger i mean you just have to give me five dollars <laughs> okay <laughs> that's my copyright fee for beast bond beast bond <laughs> tm and there are also natural symbiotic relationships uh like one example is the buffalo in the red-billed oxpecker mm-hmm the the buffalo provides uh, a whole body full of insects and critters and parasites for and a whole buffet for the oxpecker and the oxpecker emits a hitting noise hissing noise whenever a predator is approaching oh it's like a little lookout yeah so he's he's getting something to eat and the buffalo gets somebody watching out for them. Everybody wins. So this is sort of like a symbiotic relationship, meaning this is kind of like the opposite of a parasite. Exactly. Is, They're is, both is, helping is, each other out. Yeah. Instead of sucking off the life off of a host, right. you're each getting some kind of a beneficial deal. Nobody loses. Everybody wins. Yeah. Wouldn't you just love that? Yeah. You know, to have a little helper bird that just ate all the bugs off of you and warned you of danger. Yeah. Maybe, uh... Maybe that's what pirates are really doing with parrots. Oh, what, maybe. Yeah. Maybe the parrots are just eating bugs off of them and warning them of danger. I like that interpretation. I never. Uh, did you research and find out where the? No, this was just a JB uh, whimsical thought. Okay, I, yeah. but yeah. I'm I'm in favor of this whimsical thought. I mean, it's this was just as, for funsies. It's extremely logical. It's a good as reason for any as I to mean, why there's like the the pirate and the parrot trope pirates are probably they never bathe so i'm sure they have tons of like lice and shit in their hair Ugh. yeah i i'm into this i don't actually i will never believe another explanation that's the only one that is true now it's just like it's just it just it's just is. like the oxpecker and the buffalo well have i got have i got some a revelation for you justine <laughs> it is actually no i have no idea where it's from <laughs> it has nothing to do with that at it's, all maybe yeah. maybe the virgo will start texting us about what the yeah. actual reason oh, this is what, are you checking the hotline <laughs> yeah just to Did make sure he's bling? not like you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong <laughs> i never said it was a fact i said it was a whimsical thought <laughs> <laughs> all right so um symbiotic relationships so where okay. does it when does this get sick are we i'm i'm just trying to set the scene she's okay. trying to make you think about the big picture all right kid i all right thank you okay all right well how does sitting back in a relaxing chair letting your feet soak and have a bunch of little fishes eat all the dead shit off your feet sound um eh, heavenly 
Maybe. I'm not sure yet. Super horrifying? No, I'm on the fence. I don't know. I need to know more. I think I think Justine will love this because you're a Pisces. Okay. Yeah, this is right up your alley. Because fish and you guys are the sign of the feet. What? Oh, yeah. Really? That's yeah. Oh, yeah. Pisces rule the feet. Is Quentin Tarantino a Pisces? I have no idea, dude. Probably. I'm not attracted to him. He's probably not a Pisces. <laughs> are you look are you looking up if Quentin Tarantino is a Pisces? Yeah. All right. I'm just curious. This is, he loves the feet. I yes, I am saying every person with a foot fetish is a Pisces. I'm sorry. <laughs> March twenty seventh. Is that Pisces? Aries. That's an Aries. Damn it. Oh, it's close though. Yeah, but it's not even a cost. Yeah, but you know <sighs> what though? I would say, I mean, if you're gonna correlate Pisces with foot fetish, then you're probably talking about Pisces and Mars. Okay. That's true. That's a sexy sign. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, or Pisces or venus yeah. yeah not really your sun sign yeah, yeah so it's he still could i don't know where his mars is at <laughs> yeah do you have quentin tarantino's entire birth chart right i now? don't want to know it that guy pissed me <laughs> off <laughs> that's as much as i was willing to dabble all right, all right. oh wouldn't it have been some shit though if he really was mm-hmm. i'd be like astrology is real that would have been great tv i mean man. as a pisces son i this can tv i can assure you i don't have a foot fetish i just don't Sure. I think feet are gross. Yeah. They are. Aw. Yeah. I'm ambivalent on feet. I'm ambivalent on feet. They're yeah. fine. They're feet. I don't even really, the only, like, I only even like my feet massaged if it's, like, someone that I'm paying to do it, like, you know, a masseuse. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, don't feel it's, the same it's, about that. It's not something, like, yeah, I don't feel great about asking, like, my partner to How massage you- my feet. Because uh, I don't want to massage their feet. Ugh. I don't uh, mind. I don't mind. See? I'm, like, the opposite of a foot fetish. Yeah, you're you're a uh, I'm like anti feet foot revulsionist. It's probably because really Heather in any foot massage relationship, you and I are both the worst offender because we both have extremely stinky feet. Yeah, we have very smelly feet, super bad. So mm-hmm. anybody else's foot is fine yeah. compared to ours. <laughs> it's true. But on the other hand, it's not. I, I like getting pedicures. See, I've never got one. I still we still need to get one. Well, maybe your first pedicure will be a fish pedicure. Maybe, maybe. it will, depending on we'll what see. we learn. All right, right now. So the basic idea is simple. Fish eat your dead skin. That's that's a basic idea. What kind of fish are they? They are called uh, Gararufa fish. And when, okay. Also so known as doctor fish. What? Doctor fish. They're, are they? That's their colloquial name is a, is a doctor fish. Are they um, responsibly sourced from like Petco or whatever? Like where they come from? Um, <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you can buy them. Up. They're, they're an, it's an exotic fish. It's, it's from the Middle East, from the Mediterranean area. I think mostly they're from Turkey. So you're But you can find them in areas in the Mediterranean Sea. You're telling me that like the local mom and pop uh Manny Manny Petty place has these exotic fish. No, just waiting to gnaw on most your places don't hoary feet. Most places don't have this. Yeah, oh, I, not I, to step on you, Jen, but no, no, I can no, verify that they do not. This is still very bougie. Oh yeah, I don't even. I wouldn't even necessarily say it was bougie. Like the price is not exorbitant. It's just not common. And I was, I briefly was looking into doing one as like uh, field research, uh-huh. that, but there isn't a place within a four hour drive that you a can Pittsburgh. get. One. Really? Yeah. That it's, surprises me. Yeah. It's illegal in 14 different states. What? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Including like- Texas and Florida, which the fuck is this shit illegal in Texas and Florida? I thought right? nothing was illegal in <laughs> Texas and Florida. For real. Florida man is real. Yeah. Oh my God. But yeah, there's a there's a place in Philly, and there's a place in Columbus. Oh, I mean, obviously there's other places, but that was the close. And I wasn't fucking driving to Columbus to get a fish pedicure for this podcast. I'm sorry, guys. You're not. How much were they charging for said fish pedicure? I don't remember the exact price, but it wasn't anything that I was like, oh, good lord, I've got to sell a kidney for it. Too rich for my blood. If- I mean, a regular pedicure, if you go to a fancy place, will cost you like eighty dollars. Yikes. That's a fancy pedicure. Is well, I, I like was, a, I was putting this with like a fancy oh, okay. pedicure, like a, not a bog standard pedicure is like forty bucks. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so not exorbitantly bougie, but not not ch- not chump change, not chump change, but also not like I don't know, getting gold rubbed into your butthole or something. <laughs> 
which I imagine is a very bougie spa treatment that reduces the bad humors in your blood. The golden butthole. <laughs> um, All right. So these fish, yeah. they love to eat your dead skin. Is that what they, they feed off in the it's, wild? Well, it's not exactly that they love to eat your dead skin. The way that these fish have evolved is that whenever their desired food source is unavailable, that they can eat like skin and scales from from other things. Oh. Like like rough things. And so part of the like kind of humane debate about uh, these fish pedicures is that these fish are kept in near starving conditions. <gasps> I was just going to say, I was like, so does that mean he doesn't get like those fishy wishes? Yeah. Don't get anything good to eat, it, but your nasty, wasty mm-hmm. skin flakes. Yeah. Oh, no. Rude. Yeah, that's They're like, I'm starving. Those poor I'm starving. Fish. Please feed me. And then someone oh, puts their nasty get- ass feet in there. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, oh boy, I get cuticles. Ah, yum, yum, yum. I get some corns. I oh. get your psoriasis scales. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Get some sweet, your nasty ass bunion feet covered in corns and psoriasis, and an athlete's foot. When all he wanted all, was all I, this fish I, yeah, he wanted. I, did, I don't know some delicious plankton and coral. Yeah, God knows, but no, he gets your fucking hoary ass feet. That's so funny. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, poor fishies. Cruel. It is cruel. <laughs> so you put your little little feet. In the tank, or and then big gross feet, or yeah, whatever, whatever kind of feet you have, mm-hmm. and then all these fish just come swarming at you because they're starving. Does it? Oh, does it say what it feels like? It says it feel well. It depends on obviously the sensation level you have in your feet and how ticklish you are, etc. Oh yeah. Oh no. But oh, no. they they don't have teeth, uh-huh. so you don't feel biting exactly. But uh, I watched this a couple videos of people getting them. And the people that have the spas, you know, obviously describe it very lovingly. They're like, it's getting little kisses. It's Uh, just like you're just getting so many kisses all over your feet. uh, And then some people are just like, it just feels like weird sucking or pecking. Like, I am so ticklish in my feet. I would not recommend this. Yeah. They say say to avoid it if you're very ticklish. Like, I'm ticklish. Really? I'm ticklish enough. Like, when I get a regular. Because you probably kill all the fish. I was be like kicking around. Oh shit! Yeah, then I should not do it. Um, when I get a regular fucking fish, when I get a regular pedicure, I like there's certain parts of it. Like when they're when they're filing, like the callousy areas, I always have to like warn whoever's doing it. I'm like, look, I'm really ticklish. If I flinch, I'm sorry. Just try to ignore it. I won't kick you. Like I just can't. I can't help it. And I have to like grit my teeth through it. It's like an unpleasant part of what should be a very pleasant, luxurious experience because I just like can't. <laughs> my feet oh, yeah. are so you fucking just have to endure it. Yeah, because also like I think my feet are gross and so I get pedicures so I don't feel like they're gross. Anyway, that's just me and my hang-ups. So so far it sounds like I, it's starting to sound like this fish patty is not not for me. I yeah. Okay. So um, well, I want to hear more. All right. Um so that's that's basically the process though. Is you, they wash your feet. You put them in the tank. These hungry little fishies eat the dead skin and shit on your feet. And then sometimes you get a regular pedicure after. I guess sometimes you just dry your feet off. From uh, zero to ped egg, how much of the skin do the fish take off of your feet? It's You know what? I, I saw some before and afters. I wasn't really very impressed with what was removed. Oh. Like, you could tell skin was removed for sure. Sounds like uh, that's a solid five. I, I would I would say like between a five and a six, especially if they're still doing a regular pedicure after. I would almost say it sounds like this isn't this isn't a substitute for like regular pedicure maintenance, like going in with like extremely callousy feet. It sounds like something that someone with like who is already on a pedicure regimen, yeah, would do to like as like a special treat. Yeah, which this yeah this is sounding less and less interesting that's bougie AF. i can't afford no pedicure regimen i've never even had one pedicure but one thing that i did see that was in favor of it for certain kinds of people like people with eczema or psoriasis mm-hmm. is that if you go to if you're going very bougie and you go to the natural springs where this happens in kangle turkey where these fish exist naturally. that's where they naturally exist and there were there were controlled studies where people were going and you 
you know, soaking their, their legs and feet in these waters mm-hmm. over like a three week period. They saw, um, here, let me find the number exactly. I love Jenna's like the most studious of all of us because she's the real paper notes. I do. I and do. she, and she like writes a whole like story. I do, because I'll, I'll lose track and it's I ama- can't focus. It's amazing. I like how we, as long as we're not talking during it, we, we it's like making a point of like like making it's, the sound it's effect. Like, Hold on, allow me to uh, consult my notes, yeah. guy. I love it. Yeah. Let me, I'm wearing my big glasses today. <laughs> All right, so what, what, where uh, were we? Uh, so the psoriasis sufferers uh, experienced a 72% reduction in severity of symptoms. That's wow. significant. With, with no... You know, no consequences, no bad effects. Yeah, and that means you don't have to take Humira. Exactly. So, mm. I would say if you if you suffer a condition like that, and I go I've seen to Turkey, who've had severe psoriasis, and it looks incredibly painful. Yeah. That, mm. I guess, if you've got like three thousand dollars to go to Turkey for a couple of weeks be and wary because their government situation is not always the most steady. Oh, not yeah. always the most stable. Yeah, I mean, I don't right know if I'm, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But you might just yeah. just go to fish spas constantly. I don't know, but that uh, the fish that eat a little better on the psoriasis scales because they've got they've got more to suck on. Ugh. Well, they're they're designed to eat fish scales, not human flesh scales. So I guess the psoriasis scales are a little bit more similar or to that than calluses. I imagine like if you were a psoriasis sufferer, you can just like lay in a bathtub and like someone just let the fish loose all over you and just, you know, let them have their way with you. Probably. You know, swim up your pee They hole. said they feed better in natural oh. environments. Oh, well, I guess that so would I guess, make sense. Yeah. <laughs> swim up your pee hole. Yeah, it's that's gross. just I was thinking, so little. But I was thinking you put your legs in the water and not, you know, your genitals. Why not? So you don't get but she's, Fish up your pee hole? But she's suggesting if you have psoriasis oh, everywhere, your body. put your whole body yeah. I was, I, I got really hung up on blocking out the fish flying up the pee hole thing. It's, I did not like that. No, thank you. They're so it's little, like reverse sperm. They're really little fish, though, right? Ew. Yeah, they are. They're like... They're like <laughs> sorry, that, that was, was your joke, Dick. They're, um, they're like guppies. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, yeah, little minnow guys. They're so tiny. They but could slide up your pee hole. They could. <gasps> probably i don't eat know. all the dead well, skin from the inside no, of not, your like, urethra no they're not urethra size they're bigger than a urethra <laughs> size like they're like the size of a little pond minnow that you would see mm, oh really yeah they're like i don't know just a little it's fish bigger than a guppy what okay i'm sorry i misphrased i'm sorry i'm not a fish expert here i just need a reference point yeah it's i'm holding my fingers out about one and a half inches and then like four centimeters high so it could swim number into one your nose. the viewers can't see number two i can't see because you hit it behind your microphone well that's why i was saying numbers <laughs> okay can we just move on sorry. they're, too, they're too big to swim up your pee hole yeah so let's just get so, away from the whole sorry tangent yeah um but another sick thing i saw about the fish pedicures is that they they don't eat your nails they don't eat your actual nails they just eat skin but they do eat your cuticle skin. Oh. And there was a girl in New York, a woman in New York, who uh, lost all of her toenails. <laughs> after, well, <laughs> and <laughs> not like immediately after. It's like, because uh, if you guys are familiar with nail injuries, it usually takes a long time to, for all the stuff to affect you from a nail injury because nails. We played, so slow. we played roller derby. We know about nail injuries. Oh, that's fair. So basically, the fish like ate down their cuticles so far that her nails fell out. That, Is that, that what happened? Yeah, that the nail matrix was damaged. So she got like pits and grooves and bows lines across all of her toenails. And then they, all of her nails fell out. Did they, had to, did they ever come back? They did. Yeah, they came oh, back eventually. Good. It was yeah. after a few months her nails came back, but it was... It was gross. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I, I highly recommend against doing anything to damage your toenails because it fucking sucks. Oh, God. Um, anyway. Yeah. So. Survey says, is that the end? That's that's basically what I got off fish pedicures. I would say I'm personally not an eczema or a psoriasis sufferer, that these risks are not worth the chances for me. Justine. 
Um, I'm going to be honest. The first thing that turned me off of it was hearing about the, you know, and I get that this is probably a little like hypocritical because I'm not like a vegan or anything, but the, like the way that they treat the fish, like keeping them starving until they, so they only eat like people's feet. Like that's just really sad. But then on top of that, you know, me being so ticklish, it just sounds like it's just overall, overall, not the procedure for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not. I don't think so. I agree with you. I don't want it either. That's a no for you, dog. That's a no for me, dog. But not um, because it's gross. Tarantino yeah. fish all up in my feet. Not because I think it's too gross. I actually I don't think it's too gross. It's those two things I just said. Yeah. It makes me sad and I would probably kill all the fish kicking around. So, no, that's a no for me, dog. Yeah. Well, good job. That was interesting, yeah. Jamie. Yeah, thank you. I It was like one of those things like we knew it existed. Yeah. Um, but we didn't know about the mechanics of it or like what like went into it. Um, yeah. So cool. So that leaves us with story. Uh, I don't know. Story research topic. Tidbit. Tidbit number two. Yeah. Justine. Tidbit what you number got? Two. All right. So my topic is on uh, a type of facial called Ugisu no Fun. Do you have any guesses as so to what that say. is? Uh, it sounds Japanese. Yes. Um, I've seen some various gross type facial things. I don't know if they're real or not. I don't know what this is. JB? She, I, I do. Yeah. You do? Okay. Uh, yeah, you so guys I'm not did gonna collude. We did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I've never heard of this. Does it have an English translation? <clears throat> yes. Yeah, so, um, Ugisu is the name for a Japanese bird called the Japanese bush warbler. Okay. And nofun is in reference to its excrement. Poopy. Yeah. So uh, this is uh, a facial that involves bird shit. Oh, my God. Like, I thought <laughs> I thought you were going to do, like, the facial, the, the blood facial. No, that's a good one. I thought oh, you were going to do blood facial. Like, this is worse, we'll honestly. Say, that would have been spooky. We wouldn't have said there was no spookiness yeah. involved. Maybe we'll do blood yeah. facial next week. Another time. Another, Another time. time. But this week, we're going to talk about bird shit facials. Ew, gross. Okay. Listen, it's good luck. Never heard of this. It is. It is good luck to get bird poop on you. Oh, really? Yeah. No, that's just what they tell you to feel better about getting bird shit on you. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's my personal theory. Okay. Well, anyway, it's a Japanese skincare treatment that's been around for hundreds of years. and, And it's renowned worldwide for its ability to soften, brighten, and clarify your face. It's been used throughout history by kabuki actors, geisha, and Buddhist monks. And an hour-long treatment at one salon in New York City will set you back $180. Oh, wow. So, um, specifically, the Japanese bush warbler is a type of nightingale. So, this is uh, specifically nightingale poop. Is Okay, and the night... I, I don't know if you're going to go into this, but, like, birds shit and piss out of the same hole. So this is like cloaca. Yes. Yeah, they have a cloaca that right. we covered um, last week or the week before. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yep. Um. So. Ugh. Yeah, it figures into it a little bit. Okay. Okay. Oh God, I have so many questions, but like, well, just keep going because I don't want to get you know I don't want you to get ahead of yourself. No, it's okay because this is actually. But I do have so many questions. I think this one's gonna end up being like on the shorter side, so feel free to um, ask questions. Oh my God, I just want to know like what is in this poop that makes it good for your face? Well, you're gonna find out. Okay, okay. I, I will. So, okay, first we're gonna back things up. Yeah. Um, the Japanese were introduced to the special properties of a nightingale poop by the Koreans, who had used it on kimono fabric to leach out dyes and create patterns. Patterns. So it's like also like a bleach. It's, it's basically like a lightning white has whitening properties. It's uh, it's Billy May's OxyClean. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it is. So um, that guy did so much cocaine. So the Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> that was his whitening property. <laughs> it's true. The Japanese began to use it to remove stains from silk garments, but eventually they realized that its lightening properties could also be used to brighten skin and remove makeup. And this is especially useful for geisha and kabuki actors who wore heavy white makeup made of lead and zinc. And oh my God. as we learned way back in episode two, when I was talking about um, makeup during Georgian times, lead makeup is, is obviously, obviously horrible for your skin and so creates, bad. you know, all kinds of issues, lesions. Um, so when they realized that this using this poop on the face, not like one, not only 
could lighten their face, which is part of what they're trying to accomplish with the makeup, it actually helped to reverse some of the damage that the lead makeup was causing. Oh, wow. So this like really and, and this is like, you know, hundreds of years ago. Yeah, they started doing this. So God. it really caught on. Who's the first person like, okay, let's try to rub this papoopy from this animal on my face. Maybe they had some on a kimono and they just went to go rub their face and they're like, oh, this works great. That's definitely well, how it happened. It had to be an accident. Everything is. Well, probably maybe not on their face, but it's, it's probable that they maybe got it on their like skin, like hand or arm. Yeah. And realized, with it. and realized, oh, it's, it's the, what it's doing to my skin. It, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, so my hands are silky smooth, like that Dawn that has like some of the moisturizer in it. <laughs> You're washing your dishes. So Heather, you were wondering what makes the nightingale poop so good at this. What are its special properties? Yeah. Okay. Well, it turns out that their droppings contain a lot of two very important ingredients. Um, and so the first has hyaluronic acid. No. Oh. So <laughs> the first is um, <laughs> I might mispronounce this ure- urea. 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 Okay. Urea. Urea. That's in your pee, right? Yeah. Yes. And so to kind of go back to your other question of, you know, does the cloaca figure into this? Yes, because they're um, excreting both, you know, all their stuff out of one They're pissing orifice. shit out of that cloaca, out of they're, that sewer, that bird sewer. They're, they're, I've heard pee in general is very good for your skin. Well, so their poop oh, has God. a lot of pee content in mm-hmm. it. U- urea. So we could definitely cover that whole community of like those people that like rub baby diapers on their face. That's a different thing. Is that that real? I don't know. Because that came up a bit while I was researching this. And I actually started Googling it out of curiosity. And I couldn't find anything that confirmed that it was real my it biggest, seemed like it was a big joke my biggest reference of it is an episode of law and order svu <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm not no. maybe we'll revisit no that idea. another time but i'm not i'm not sure that's yeah. a real thing anyway like, anyway <laughs> anyway so um urea so urea is a nitrogen rich compound commonly found in urine but also a common component of many cosmetic products for its ability to retain moisture so not exactly hyaluronic acid but natural serving, hyaluronic acid well it's serving the same purpose of retaining moisture oh so i was almost right almost right the second key ingredient is guanine Guar- guanine like like Gua- bat shit well i mean guanine i think is in a lot of oh no that's guano well guano is bat shit but i think it's called like i think a lot of animal poop has guanine in it oh um, and it's an amino acid that can also be found in fish scales and it gives items a pearly shimmering quality shiny finally there are enzymes in the mask that along with its slightly grainy quality offer gentle exfoliation that sloughs off dead skin cells and surface debris i love that word slough sloughs Sloughs off it looks like it's it's it looks like you're supposed to say it like slough or sloth but slough so anyway what's next um all right so how does the poop get from the bird to your face yeah. Oh, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> the duty. <laughs> the bird duty. I'm squirting the poop into my hand from an imaginary bird for you guys listening. Thank you for that visual. <laughs> so the good news is you don't have to do that. Um, you also don't have to sit around under a tree waiting for the nightingales to poop all over you. Um, oh, that's good. That would actually be <laughs> super terrible and gross because wild bird poop has all kinds of gross fungus and bacteria, and you'd probably get a skin infection. I'm sure back in the day they probably hired could hire some um, some vagrant to do it. To do what? Sit underneath, you know, with a some basically spray them with some nightingberg, uh, nightingberg, nightingale, uh, nightingale pheromones, and like have the birds all come and take a shit all over, and then collect all of that poop for the. How exactly do you think that like, they have, like, like that they just scrape the poop off of their body, or they carry like a big bowl? They, chasing you know, they poop? just walk around with buckets with vats and buckets, and you know they're. <laughs> Just catching the poop as it comes yeah, from branches. Sure. I mean, that might be how they did it back in the day, but I can tell you how they do it now. How That's, they do it yes, now. Yes, please. Well, instead, there are farms in Japan where nightingales are commercially raised specifically for the purpose of gathering poop for these facials. Oh, my God. They are fed an organic diet. That's okay. And after their poop has been taken out of their cages, it goes through a UV light sanitation process. <laughs> so all of the bad... Fungus and bacteria are gone. 
Then it goes through a dehydration process, after which it's ground up into a white powder. So the sanitized organic powder then makes its way to spas or directly to consumers. Oh, so they just, like, keep these nightingales in, like, you know, this little facilita, and they just shit in their cages, and they just pick up the poop. Apparently. Throw it under a They're- tanning bed, and then powder <laughs> it up, and sell it to you for a million dollars. Not, it's actually not that expensive. Really? Yeah, I'll get to that later. Oh. Um, but, yeah, that, the spa, and I'll talk about the spa, too, at, uh, later, but, um, yeah, like, the $180 cost from the spa, that ha- doesn't have as much to do with, like, the cost of the bird poop as it does, like, just the whole facial experience that you're getting. Oh. Um, Complete package. I mean, it's not, it's not, like, cheap, but it's not, you know, it's not, like, saffron or whatever. Ladies, I'm know. a complete package. <laughs> just like this nightingale experience, this nightingale shit experience. Oh, and then just because I forgot to mention at the beginning, the sources I used for that, for this, um, I actually pulled most of this from a How Stuff Works article mm-hmm. on HowStuffWorks.com by Shanna Freeman. Oh, man. And I we, just we, referenced them earlier in this, uh, in the intro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's where I got a lot of this information because it was extremely well organized and researched. Um, I also um, pulled some info from a Daily Mail article by Georgina Littlejohn. Uh, a Daily Beast article by Kelsey Meany, and uh, also just the Wikipedia I article. I always use the Wikipedia. I mean, it's where you start. Yeah, I like to supplement. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I don't just use the Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. That's, That's the lazy. first thing they teach you in college. But it's good to get basic information, at least to know where to branch off into. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, and they have lots of great, they have, like, if sources. They have, like, mm-hmm. lots the of end, sources Sometimes you through. go down the wiki wormhole and you find things you didn't know you were thinking of finding. I love that. Mm-hmm. All right, so... You've gotten your hands on some of this magical super poop powder. Super poop! How do you use it? Rub it on. Almost. Wax on, wax off. <laughs> so you mix the powder with water and optionally rice bran to form a paste. You make a tincture. Yes. You make a little paste. You make, yeah, like a paste. The rice bran is optional because it just offers some extra exfoliating qualities and also a, like a bit of a nice scent. And so um, then you massage it into the skin and then you rinse it off after a few minutes and that's it. Oh, yeah. That does sound relaxing. People who swear by these facials say that you get the same effect as a chemical peel with all the extra moisture and softness, et cetera, but without the redness and burning. Um, But as a caveat, people with sensitive skin may not react well to it and it's best to avoid getting it into your eyes, nose, or mouth. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. I mean, anything that's going to be peeling your skin off. Um, well, but it's not exactly, it's not a, it's, it's not a chemical peel. It's like when it says the same a... effect as a chemical peel, I don't mean that it's peeling your skin off, it's but just like a really good exfoliator, it's exfoli- like what yeah. you get the chemical peel for, which is to soften and like brighten up your skin. It does. Yeah, the, I guess it, getting it, bird shit you in your same. eyes is not good though. Well, that too. Yeah. Don't do that. So full disclosure, much like JB, <laughs> when I started researching this, I wanted to do some field research. And so I started looking up to see if there's any way I could either order this on Amazon prime. Or find someplace in Pittsburgh that offered this as a service. Nowhere in Pittsburgh offers this as a service. Oh, really? And what I found on Amazon Prime didn't seem promising. Like, seemed pretty like I was not going to get what I was looking for. Um, I I wouldn't trust it from Amazon. Yeah. So um, I was able to find a website that sold it. And it's not super expensive. But it was going to take, like, a month to get here. Because it's coming from Japan. And has to go through, like, you know, customs customs and shit. Yeah. So I was not able to give this a try myself, but I did try. Like, I wanted to, but I did not start researching this far enough in advance. If there's anybody I would trust with skincare, it would be the Japanese. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know a shit ton. The Japanese I know, you know the... way more about skincare stuff than oh, I do. Korean skincare, too. They're so far ahead of us. Yeah. In terms of, like, They got a like, whole, like, yeah. 14-step system. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, they're all, yeah, anyway. So it's, it's yeah, it's not super convenient to come by in the in the U.S. So like I said, I found a website. You can order it online. It's about twenty dollars an ounce, which like is it's not bad. Like it's That's not so expensive. Yeah, it's not something that you maybe want to like use all the time. But it's definitely like if if you Heather or JB or you listener wanted to give this a shot, you could go. You just Google. Google like bird poop facial. That only sounds a little bit more expensive than oil of Olay or whatever. Yeah, it's like if it's you wanted to give it a try, you can absolutely give it a try. Um, it'll take a long time to get to you, but you can do it. Yeah. Um, your other option is to head to New York City and go to Shizuka Skincare Salon and get a full facial treatment for one hundred and eighty dollars. 
damn yeah um yeah. i'm not sure i tried to see if other places in the u.s offered it it wasn't super clear i'm guessing there must be in the la or somewhere for 180 dollars they better d- be doing a fucking lot <laughs> so i actually i googled around a bit for people who've had this facial done and so from what i could tell it sound it seemed like pretty much every beauty editor who lived in who lives in New York City went to get this facial done at the same spa, the yeah. same Shizuka spa, over a period of like about four or five years. And like because it's just like the same. It's just like the same article over and over again yeah, by different people for different why publications. Why we get to write a different thing? It's the same experience. So yeah, so this this one salon has gotten a lot of like publicity for offering this. Uh so it's uh, it's located near Radio City Music Hall, so it's convenient for your New York City tourism purposes. It's convenient for the Rockettes. Mm-hmm. Um, and according to a 2013 article in the Daily Beast, about 100 people a month opt for this bird poop treatment. Um, although I'm imagining that number has this gone. This bird poop treatment. I love how you just said that, like, opt for this bird poop treatment. <laughs> I could work in PR. I would like one bird poop, please. <laughs> um, I'm guessing that number has gone up. Um, what with all of the articles that have been written about it over the past five years. So some feedback from people who've actually tried this facial. So I watched a couple, I watched a couple YouTube videos of people getting the facial done. I read a bunch of articles. So overall, one, it doesn't really smell. Like anything? Uh, Reactions included, it smells good. It smells like rice and absolutely no smell. I would imagine. It's been dried. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it would smell like shit. It does not smell like shit. No, After I all, think. I mean, bird shit doesn't like barely smell like anything. It's not no. like carnivore shit. Um, so the second one, the second takeaway is it doesn't really feel like you're having poop smeared around on your face since it's starting in powder form and then being mixed with water to form a paste. So you could tell from like some of the articles, people had like were really like in their heads about the idea that bird poop was going on their face. But at the end of the day, it's not, it's like, it, it's like dried up in a powder mm-hmm. and it's not, it's like just, it's not like, you know, you scraped bird shit off of a park bench and are like just smearing it. It's not yes. that consistency. Now that would be sick. That would be really disgusting. Or you just lay there with sunglasses on while bird just poops yeah. on you. you. Just be like, ah, oh, yeah. and, and honestly, Sydney Lopper right in your mouth. When I first started researching this, that I thought happened. she got her, she got her mouth shit in. Ew. Was at a concert. Oh no! She was singing and a bird shit in her mouth. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. And the number three is uh, results of the facial range from yeah whatever to why is my skin glowing so hard? So some glowing, he- glowing. Yeah. So some people felt that the results of doing this facial were phenomenal, and others felt like it was like you know fine. I, I didn't appear to put it in my notes, which is stupid, but I can like describe a little bit what, cause I watched a YouTube video of, I was, I think, uh, I think it was a refinery 29 beauty editor getting this facial done. And you know, most, most of it, it's, it's very like, it's a very luxurious involved facial that starts with like, like lots of steaming and there's like a love, there's like lovely massage and then they put the bird poop and they like do and then other they put things. The bird shit on well, you. And then, they, and then they put <laughs> and then they put that on and then they I let that sit. It. And then they like you know take it off and there's more like facial massaging and they do this like cool collagen mask thing. So it's like a whole. So when I was saying like and then you it's hear because a, <laughs> a bird is having a big diarrhea on you. Yeah, it's much more refined Ugh. than that. Sorry, I'm trying to paint a disgusting picture for the listeners. But it's but it's really they not have butt cheeks. They don't fart. But it's. <laughs> True. but it's really not disgusting at all like it's like, fine it's the facial and they call it the geisha facial actually at the salon they don't call it the bird poop facial no a geisha facial probably sells better yes yeah. i'd imagine um, good marketing yeah i'm not even i mean i think they make it clear that you're getting night and nightingale excrement on you but anyway it's so it's unclear whether it's truly the nightingale poop that is having the effect or if it's like the facial as a whole and that $180 price tag has much more to do with you know the expertise of the esthetician all the all the different procedures they're doing and all the different like elements so So you're saying an experiment with you know controls you know in a proper like scientific lab has not been Oh God, no! But like, I mean, a lot of skin, conducted. a lot of skincare is like that. Beyond like you know what they have to prove, like for you know 
regulations, but a lot of skincare is like, which makes your face more glowy. It's very subjective. And it That's comes not to, empirical test. Yeah, and it comes down it's to more, individual. 84% more glowiness. <laughs> and different people of different skin types. And so what works for one person isn't going to work for another person. So it's, yeah. So these people who had this done and then like wrote about it, it's entirely possible, yeah, that on one person it really was amazing for their skin. And on another person it was like, meh, whatever. It doesn't mean either of them are wrong. They just have different skin. Moral of the story, figure out what is right for your skin mm-hmm. by uh, reading, what'd you say, uh, the subreddit? Oh, yes. Like, I think skincare addiction. R, uh, subreddit, R, skincare addiction. Yeah, something like that. No, they're, they're a great subreddit if you yeah. want to like learn about skincare. Yeah, I wasn't 100%. facetious. I remember yeah. you telling me about that. Oh, yeah. Facetious. Honestly, anything I ever... Facetious. <laughs> Do you like Buschetti? Sorry. Uh, no, that's a great that's a great subreddit for learning about skincare. And you know what? I actually I should have gone on there to research this, and I didn't. So that was <gasps> my I mistake. Can't believe. Sorry. Now, how much do you think it is to buy an actual nightingale? The bird? Yeah. You mean this Japanese bush warbler? Yes. I don't know. I didn't look into it. It's like you could just buy your own Japanese bush warbler. And but then you'd have to like sanitize their shit. Let it crap on your face. I just let it crap. I just like hang the perch above my bed and <laughs> put on some goggles and fucking call it a day. Wake up, <laughs> wake up, glowing. <laughs> so, all that said, our bird poop facial is the ultimate key to glowing youthful skin. Not really. It's not that they don't work. Like I said, you know, your mileage might vary. It's just more that there's other ways to get the same results. So basically, while it's a, it's a fine thing to get done, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, it's not like it's going to do things to your skin that nothing else can. And it turns out that Americans' current fascination with it is has more to do with it seeming exotic and it being linked to geisha tradition. Surprise, surprise. Then it is... Then it has to do with being on the cutting edge of Japanese skincare. In fact, Japanese women are far more likely to use more modern skincare regimes, and relatively few of them rely on the bird poop facial anymore. Oh, typical white people um, appropriating sure. uh, a different culture. Yeah, you know, that's what we do. Well, and I will, and I will say, so the uh, the Shizuka salon um, in New York it is run by uh, like Japanese people. So, but I think, but they're kind of taking advantage of the fact that Americans are fascinated by things that they deem to be exotic. So where does this stand in uh, context with the um, the baby foreskin facial cream? Is oh, that, oh, I forgot that existed. Is Ooh. that like, that's something Ooh. that I think you guys should cover. I'm not super into like... Are, are we the hashtag that sick beauty squad? Yeah, sure, you guys are because yeah. I don't wear makeup, so I don't feel like I can be like a good resource on that. I mean, I guess I could if I wanted to, but you guys have already covered it. So do the do the foreskin cream next because I want to know what else do you want to know about well, how we'll, that stacks you know up to the the bird shit cream. We'll do well. We'll do an episode with blood facials and foreskin right, cream. Yeah. Oh yeah, do it. Right. We'll save that for yeah another time. Another time. Another less spooky time. So thoughts, would you get this done? You went first with oh. yours, so I'm going to go first with mine. Okay, yes, that please. I, I would get it done. I don't think I would necessarily, I mean, if I, if I ever found myself with $200 to blow and I was in New York City, sure, I'd give it a shot. The whole facial process actually looked pretty amazing, like really relaxing. And I have no qualms about it being bird poop. None. That doesn't bother me. I definitely do it on somebody else's nickel, but I wouldn't do it with my own money because I don't even barely wash my my own face. <laughs> I would also I wouldn't I wouldn't go to the spa and do it. I cannot justify spending one hundred and eighty dollars on this mug. Mm-mm. But I would probably buy that stuff online and just rub the bird shit on my face at home. Well, you know what? It's, <laughs> it's it sounds like then maybe as a as an, a podcast investment, perhaps we should order one of these bad boys and wait the month it'll take for it to get here and report back later how much for a tube of it i forget it's, it's not you bad. Said it like 20 bucks an 20 bucks for an ounce seriously all yeah. go in on one ounce and then yeah. that i mean that's like i know it's like an ounce is actually a decent amount of cream well and it'll, it'll come yeah it'll come powdered and we'll make the paste and oh, oh. so it's probably even more because it, it's yeah. dried powdered stuff oh god yeah that's what we got to do 
So would you guys rather do the shit facial if you were getting it for free and they said you could have one or the other, you know, okay, basically there's a gun to your head. (laughs) You have to get one or the other. You have to get the shit facial or the uh the the fishy the fishy pedicure. Which would you guys go for? I mean, TBH, you wouldn't really have to put a gun to my head to do either, and either seems yeah. I'd prefer to not do the fish thing because it seems squicky in ethical and practicality reasons. Yeah. So I, I would do the the poop facial, no problem. Poop facial, I, yeah. I same. You know, same. I and no gun required. No gun required. No gun required. Nope. I no. thought I was going to agree with you guys, but the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I kind of want to feel what it's like for those fish to be attacking <laughs> my feet. Like, yeah, are you curious? Yeah, it's going to feel weird. I want to <laughs> know what it feels like. Little kisses. <laughs> I, won- I wonder if any place in Columbus will do the bird poop facial. And we, then we could go to Columbus. That's sick on location. Why is Columbus could, more of a bougie town than us? We could oh, go to Philly. We could probably do both in Philly. Oh, Philly. I'd rather go to Philly. That's sorry. a real city. Oh, I don't think Philly is super. No offense, Erica. <laughs> I have friends that live in Columbus. Although there is a melt in Columbus. Yeah, we can get melt. We can get Trader Joe's wine in Columbus. We can go to the Columbus Zoo. They have a really good Bonobo exhibit. I want to Oh, yeah, the Bonobos. They I can't. Big Bonobo exhibit. I that's the Jack Hanna Zoo, right? Yeah, it's I really nice. Want to go to that zoo? We should do a field trip and go there and do because I know that you want to do a Bonobo like story mm-hmm. on that sick because they're pretty freaky and they're <laughs> awesome and I know how much you love them. Um, that would be really cool. That would be fun. And I've always wanted to go to that zoo. It would so. be another animal sex episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love animal sex. Obviously, if it's Bonobos, it's gonna be sexy. Yeah, they do so much bump bump. So that would be really fun to go. Go to like do a that sick uh, field trip and go to the Columbus Zoo and then report back on how much bonobo sex we saw and then get fishy pedicures. And fishy pedicures. I can't get a fishy pedicure. I'm gonna kill the fish by kicking them. Stomp, stomp. Gross. Like it tickles too much. It tickles. No. Stomp, stomp. No, I can't. I can't do it. I feel. I. I, I feel too bad for the fish. <laughs> Bird poop facial all the way. All right. Uh, so. Let's finish out this episode then with that sick in a good way. What has happened in your life this week that's sick in a good way? I mean, I know it's sick in a good way for you. What? It's spooky season. It's spooky season. You are so fucking excited. I have been so, so, so uh, festive already. Last year, I wasn't not prepared for Halloween because we only bought this house last year. And uh, so this year, I'm finally like I'm lived in and I finally am able to like put up my decorations and I'm getting I have so many more ideas to execute. And I got to show you guys my uh my paper mache headdress after we're done recording Ooh. for my uh, my costume oh my oh, god i'm so curious yeah wait do you see it i can't oh wait so yeah spooky season and halloween season is basically my favorite it's the best wait are you gonna be the gargoyle king from riverdale no <laughs> no are you gonna be pan no but uh i'm 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 like a woodland witch i'm always a witch every year are there horns involved i just yeah i decided from here on out pretty much i pretty much just want to be witches like a witch because witches are the best and i love witches it's the like the coolest thing about halloween is my favorite motif is witches 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 feminism etc the best so um i've been like a traditional like goth witch in the last couple years um but this year i wanted to be some kind of like woodland which so i'm doing a paper mache headdress and i want to reveal it just yet exactly which animals i'm using as part of like my uh motif but uh it's it's going to be a one of a kind type design and i don't quite know exactly what it's all going to look like yet so i don't want to say too much but um i'm very excited and i've been papia papia macheing and learning all kinds of paper mache and uh i have ideas in my head right now of what i want to do for next year for halloween how i want to decorate my lawn because this year i did my witchy silhouette curtains Mm -hmm. they look fantastic they do they look so good thank you so much and next year i already know what i want to do so I just got to execute it throughout the year and then I'll be ready for October 1st again. Yeah. Amazing. Spooky season is my favorite season. And uh, okay. What, what's any, so that's what's sick with me is I'm all about like Halloween. What about you guys? Uh, slightly spooky, not extremely spooky, but I found uh, 
a nature reserve in in this area that I had never heard of before. What? It's called Beechwood Farms. It's um it's in Fox Chapel. Uh-huh. It's a uh, it's a bird sanctuary. Oh yeah. Like it, Shaler's a bird sanctuary. Yeah, and so it's like it's like a little park. It's like a big like nature preserve park and there's all these like clearings that are they're probably for educational purposes where they sit there and have classes. I'll I'll uh-huh. show you some pictures, but they totally look like satanic rituals happen at them. Oh no way! Yeah, they look so spooky, but it was it's really pretty and nice. And I can't believe I never knew it was there. It's right off of Dorseyville Road. Oh man, I gotta check it out. I would love to go. Yeah, it's super close. It's it's not Sweet. far at all. It's really nice. I love me cool. a good nature walk. And that's not... where I saw the Hooters. Hooter. I'm sorry. Hooter is the name of this little owl puppet that Heather has. I don't mean that. I saw a bunch of like boobs or something. Yeah, Hooter is. Hooters... I did see titmouses though. Titmouse. <laughs> Hooters, my travel mascot that I bought at the Pacific Northwest. Um, but yeah, I, I loves me a good nature walk. Oh, yeah, I'm it's not, a good nature walk. Not really big on hiking because I'm so lazy. No, it's all on trails. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Cool. Um, Justine, anything sick for the in a good way? I would say the sickest, goodest thing that happened to me in the past week was uh, my, my work uh, sponsored a, a team building fun time activity at Top Golf. Team building exercise nine Which, nine. You know, yeah, those are always fun. They get you out of the office. Um, and I had never been to Top Golf. Do you guys know what Top Golf is? Oh yeah. Okay. I've never so, been. Brock has I mean the Virgo upstairs has gone. Is this yeah. what all office people do? Yeah. Do they all go to Top Golf? It's it's the new Dave and Buster. Oh, okay. Uh huh, definitely. It's yeah, I mean, have you ever been to a driving range? I have, yes. Okay. It's basically like it's like a high key driving range. Like uh you you get an alcohol oh yeah they bring to wax some balls yes yeah, so they brought us, outside it's i mean it's outside you're like sheltered and there's fans and stuff but it was like pretty humid and sticky but it's not we like cosmic there. golfing what's that uh i was just imagining cosmic bowling but with golfing so there's just laser lights all over the place no it's not like that at all it's basically like they took a driving range yep. uh where you actually do hit it out mm-hmm. yeah to so you do need like an outdoor area you okay. hit it to yeah and then they yeah they they made like they kind of dave and busterized it where they put alcohol and you can get you know all kinds of food and stuff there and there's different games that you can play you don't just do the driving range there's like different like right you do yeah. like hit the yeah so basically target yeah so there's basically there's um targets throughout the like range area mm-hmm. where you're hitting the ball into and all the balls have microchips in them um and there's like uh and there there's like a tablet so you like pick okay well i'm the player that's up now and like you hit the ball and like so then there are different games so like we didn't even like we didn't know what the fuck we were doing so you're you're mostly just trying to get your ball in the targets for the most part that's about it to paraphrase to paraphrase uh mr dank very expensive (laughs) so it was actually really fun i hadn't I hadn't done a driving range in like literally 20 years, probably close to it. I used to work at a driving range slash mini golf course. So I used to be really good at mini golf and I would do the driving range sometimes. I wasn't great at it, but I could hit a golf ball. Um, I relearned how to hit a golf ball. That was great. Uh, I've never been actual golfing. I have. My I mom have. does it like it's her job. Really? She loves golfing. I, I having I, I used to have my own set of clubs when I was a kid because oh, wow. my mom was like, you're going to grow up and you're going to be a business lady <laughs> and you're going to need to know how to golf because you're going to go on a golf outing like she always did. Well, Guess what? I didn't have a career where I had to do that. It was great because uh, some of the people that I work with, uh, they like brought their own clubs. They brought their like golfing gloves. Oh, yeah. Like they were and they were like, you got your favorite driver. Oh, yeah. They were like sure. they were like smashing those balls and meanwhile like me and like my the people I, I was playing with we were all like laughing because we weren't hitting the ball half the time or yeah. like accidentally chipping it into the net that was right in front golfing of us. is like, fucking hard like my mom oh, is yeah. actually legit good at it she's very good at it but golfing itself like i, oh, I don't yeah. have the patience for it it's hard oh yeah mm-hmm. it is hard i've never i've never imagined that i could just like go There's, play golf it's no. so cerebral there's so many things you have to think about as you're golfing like your shoulders are straight your knees are slightly bent your feet are like shoulder width apart you gotta look at the ball and then you gotta not look at the ball and you gotta follow through and you, oh my god it's all in the hips baby all in the hips baby it's all in the hips chubs <laughs> But did you enjoy Top Golf? Oh yeah, we had a great time. Yeah, see, yeah. I've never gone because it's kind of pricey, and I it don't is. have the kind of company that will do their company outing there. But Brock's gone, and he's liked it. 
It's um, it's fun, and you know what? They actually had uh, they had signs up saying that on weekdays between nine and noon, it's like all you can golf for fifteen bucks. What nine and noon? Nine to noon. Oh, little morning on weekdays. Yeah. So that's something both of you could take advantage of. I know, that's right? true. We, non-traditional schedule. Mm-hmm. We have a morning golf outing. Yeah. You guys could yeah. 100% do that. Probably of course, my mother's club. It's take a, her with me. It's a thousand miles away in Bridgeville. Bridgeville. So, <laughs> that's uh, the uh, Really? Yeah. Bridgeville? Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Never mind. Oh, that's a yeah. bridge and a tunnel. Let's Fuck just that. go to Games and Ad again and play <laughs> yeah. duck pin bowling instead. We can just go to North Park and go to the driving range. Yeah, North Park. I mean, honestly, I'd still rather play mini golf. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I, I love mini golf. I used to hate mini golf, but I guess it's not so bad. It's so fun. I like it. I'm not very good at it, but that doesn't. I used to be great at it. I am no longer. Like we should have a mini golf outing. I've never gone on a mini golf outing that was just my friendos. No. It's, it's all been either like with my family. So awkward, like as I was a child or like on a like really like awkward date. Mm. You know, back when I was do a that teen. On dates. Mm. So I would love to go on a mini golf outing that was just maybe that's why I don't like it because it's always been like with a date or uh, with my family as I was a teenager and not wanting to hang out with my family because, oh, my God. I think you would like it. Yeah, we should do it. We should go. We should do that one at the mills that has the glow in the dark, like, trippy golf. The inside one? Yeah. Yeah, because we could do all year round. Do they have alcohol? Maybe. Because um, I'm, at, I'm at the point in my life now where I don't really want to do anything if alcohol isn't involved. Where's, so. I, um, I don't think they serve the alcohol. I think there is like a TGI Fridays in the mall that you can get there a has drink to at. Be, there has to be a mini golf place where that serves you alcohol. That we has to exist. We can get blasted and then go do mini golf. But yeah, yeah. there has oh, to be Oh, we could get place. blasted at TGI Fridays Hell. and go play mini golf. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Right, guys. On that note. Now you know how note. we spend our off time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at mediocre chain restaurants <laughs> playing mini golf <laughs> so um uh, i think uh, let's wrap that up wrap up uh that sick for the week thanks for listening we love you all thanks to our number one fans christine and barb and woo. shayla who else is a number one fan rachel rachel thanks thanks uh friends we love you so much yeah we love you guys um so if you don't already, please follow us on social medias. Uh, we're on Twitter at That Sick Pod, on Instagram at That Sick Podcast. You can also email us at that's.sick.podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at thatsickpodcast.com. And uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review. It just takes a second, it means so much to us. And, Five stars only. Right. Five stars only if it's nice. And if you want to be mean, so, you know tweet tweet the shit out of us that's fine At we don't bro. care yeah. yeah if you want to be mean you can go kick rocks kick <laughs> rocks if, you're, if you want to be mean why are you even still listening how did you get this far yeah you really wasted yeah. a lot of time if you want to be mean oh my lord why yes. are you so obsessed with me <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyway so guys uh just don't let any old bird shit in your face because that's, that's sick, sick.